everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind, where we get an opportunity to revisit some of the interesting conversations and features that we've had on JM in the AM. Uh, we start this morning with the uh, interview about the upcoming Chag HaSmicha, which is happening at Yeshiva University. The Dean of Reitz, Rabbi Menachem Penner, uh, was in our studio, and we had an opportunity to uh, discuss with him and Rabbi Cohen uh, a variety of things relating to um, rabbinic training and the Chag HaSmicha and the big and significant celebration that's happening this coming Sunday up at Yeshiva University. That's how we begin this edition of JM Rewind right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. It is a great pleasure to welcome uh, two gentlemen into our studio. We'll be speaking about the Chag HaSmicha. It happens up at YU on the 19th of March. It is a very, very big occasion. For those of you not familiar with Chag HaSmicha, what it means, what it's all about, we will explain. Uh, he is the Dean of Reitz, the Rabbi Isaac Al-Khanan Theological Seminary, and... Um, a phenomenal choice for the position, not that he needs my endorsement, but I've been very excited ever since he was appointed. And that's right, Menachem Penner. Rabbi Penner, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thanks for having us this morning. I continue to be enthusiastic about you being the head of REITs. How do you like that? <laughs> Thank you. I, I guess that makes two of us. I appreciate the vote. <laughs> oh, they're more than that, trust me. And you have with you Rabbi Dan Cohen, who currently serves as the Edmund Safra Svartik Skan Mashkiach up at YU. Rabbi Cohen, welcome to the show. Great to be here. No. I appreciate that. A pleasure. And we'll speak about uh, your work and your department coming up as well. The Chag HaSmicha is the 19th of March. So I say Mazel Tov, Rabbi Penner. Thank you very much. This is a big deal, to say the least. This is a very big deal. One of the most exciting things that goes on in our community, the Chag HaSmicha, where we celebrate those who've gotten Smicha in the last uh, three years. We used to do it every four years. Right. But we literally ran out of room in Lamport Auditorium for four years of Musmachim and their families, so we've reduced it now to every three years. You know, I was down, as you know, um, in Boca at the same time the Wayu Yarchekala was going on. We saw each other down there. And I, I know, believe me, I know that not every single rabbi who was there is a Wayu Musmach. I get that. But the majority are. And when you interact with them and you see their worldliness and their uh, desire to solve today's problems and be as up-to-date as possible in a halachic sense, of course, but also in a, in a social sense. To, it is really heartwarming. It is really incredible how well-rounded your mismachim, your rabbis are. It's a very, very special group, and I think that as great as the rabbis in the field are, I think the community really hasn't seen what's coming yet. Um, the training that the students get at this point, even the changes in the last two or three years— are really astounding. Uh, almost every shul rabbi candidate going forward will have gone through a special joint program. Uh, rabbi Cohen is part of that program with Furkauf mm. Graduate School of Psychology. So our graduates will now be coming out with uh, mass with uh, graduate work in in uh, pastoral psychology, and we also have a special training training program for themselves to understand themselves. We have psychologists working with them. Uh, we continue to expand the halacha curriculum, the uh, the speaking curriculum. It's never ending, really. I it, mean, it's, you, you could always add and, and, and the, think of more things that the rabbis right. need as tools out there. Correct? I had this chuz to be a shul rabbi for over 20 years. Right. It, you really can't to prepare them too much, but uh, we're trying to do what we can to make sure they can serve the community. You're expecting over 130 musmachim there uh, who've, as you said, completed the program over the last three years, will now be ordained rabbis officially. 
And um, is this open to the public or not? I mean, I know that that invitations go out, and I know there's a limited amount of space. Is this something where an average listener who wants to see this incredible, positive spectacle could go to YU and actually participate? It's an amazing thing, but I would not come to the campus to participate. Wow. Uh, uh, generally, there are uh, family members scalping tickets on Amsterdam <laughs> Avenue trying to get in. Um, Lamport Auditorium holds almost 1,200, but that's not enough. But we do encourage everyone to watch on www.yu.edu uh, to watch on the 19th. It'll be at 1130 in the morning. Right. And it's really amazing to watch the energy. And it's also amazing to see the future of the community because of those 135 or so musmachim, are going to be your rabbis and your principals and your teachers. And it's a very, very exciting event. And uh, very convenient for our listeners in Israel, 6.30, a local time there for them, so everybody around the world can watch and participate in that way. It's yu.edu slash chag. And it says here that the musmachim, those who are receiving the smicha, those who are going to be ordained as rabbis, come from five continents and more than 50 North American cities? Yeah. They're, pretty, it, pretty diverse group. <laughs> it's a very diverse group, and we have actually a nice group from uh, from England, uh, students from England who've come to study at YU How for do they Smeetha? find out how great REITs is I, <laughs> all the way over there? I don't get it. <laughs> I think we probably got them when they were studying in Eretz Israel uh-huh. after high school, um, and they went back to serve their communities there. And we have a rabbi in New Zealand. Uh, we have rabbis around the world already from this group. These are people that just got smicha in the last few years. Wow. All right, we'll get to Rabbi Cohen in a moment and his contribution to all of this. But first, we should mention that at 11.30 in the morning on Sunday, March 19th, you are going to especially recognize Rabbi Julius Berman with the Eitz Chaim Award and at the same time, the great Harav Herschel Schechter with the Harav Yosef Dov Halevi Salavechik Aluf Torah Award. Tell me about these two presentations. So... Rabbi Berman, Rabbi Julius Berman, uh, not to be confused with our president-elect, Rabbi Ari Berman. Rabbi Julius Berman really is REITs. Um, He was the uh, chairman of the Board of REITs, the chairman of the Board of Trustees for many, many years. He has REITs really in his blood, and we're really excited to be able to give him this this honor. Of course, everyone knows Rav Schechter. Um, I think that we underestimate as a community the impact that he's had. Um, He's been teaching now for 50 years. If you combine the students in yeshiva and the people around the world, and even more than that, those who've heard him on Yu Torah, right. it's impossible to fathom the number of hours of Torah that have been learned because of his words. And I, could, by the way, his weekly shurim as well for Balabat. His weekly shurim in Brooklyn and, and Forest Hills, yeah. And the impact, and this I know from personal experience, as you know, the impact he has on young Talmidim in Israel, including those in NCSY Kolel, including those who are uh, in, in yeshivas in Israel You know, during the year. It's amazing how he travels there and has a face-to-face encounters with all these young students. Yeah, and just being with him. A lot of people see him from afar. Right. You really can't understand Rav Shechter unless you have the ability to really sit with him and understand his warmth and his care for Klal Yisrael, how he cries whenever you tell him a story of a tzara. Um, he really is an amazing human being. Uh, and we, we were trying to figure out how do we say thank you to Rav Shechter. Um, it's difficult to put together enough things, enough thank you notes. What are you going to say for someone who's done that? Hmm. So we've decided to uh, commission the writing of a Sefer Torah for Rav Shechter uh, from the community and from the yeshiva, a way of sort of when we hand that Torah to him on the 19th at the Chagasmicha to say, you've given us, and now we're sort of trying to give back to you. And we're encouraging uh, the Talmidim and the communities around the world to help participate in this uh, Ksiva Sefer Torah. Again, you can go to the same web address with a link to be able to participate 
for the Chag Asmicha. You can just Google to look up for the Rav Shechter Torah. Uh, we'll be finishing the Torah, Mir Tzashem, the last letters uh, on uh, the morning of the Chag Asmicha on the 19th. The will night, there be a Torah celebration that day? There will be. The Chag Asmicha will end uh, with marching the Sefer Torah from Lamport Auditorium to the Gluck Base Madrash. Nice. It will be beautiful. All the children of the neighborhood that will also are going to be, be there the, uh, to, to wave flags and everything. Yes, that should be part of the webcast. We're not sure where we're going to lose the stream outside. Right. We're going to try to make that happen. But wow. people are encouraged to say thank you to Rabbi Shechter by donating to the Safer Torah Project. All right, since we're not encouraging people to actually be there, unless they're a relative who you know desperately wants to try, uh, we want people and encourage them to watch everything at yu.edu slash chag. This Sunday is Purim. It's the following Sunday, everybody, the 19th of March. The Chag HaSmicha, as all the Musmachim, the, uh, those receiving rabbinic ordination uh, who've completed the program over the last three years will, in fact, do so uh, as part of the REITS um, uh, ceremony, the celebration this uh, coming March the 19th. And just, you mentioned Ray Berman a moment ago, and just so that people out there who are curious, at, at some, there has been no transition yet. At some point, there will be, right? Correct. President-elect Berman is now living in New York. Right. I feel a little bad for him. <laughs> From the Daniel, right. but uh, for, for the yeshiva, he's come to New York. He's now already officially the president-elect. And President Joel will be in place until after our Shavuos program, which we've had so many yeah, chances sure. to talk about on the radio. And uh, the transition will happen over the summer. All right. So sometime in the middle of 2017, that's going to occur. Rabbi Cohen is here. Rabbi Dan Cohen is the Edmund Safra Sephardic Skan Mashkiach at Yeshiva University. Rabbi Cohen, how many years have you been at YU? This is my second year. How are things going so far? Second year on the job. Uh, Baruch Hashem, it's going amazing. I really love what I do. What is the job of a Skan Mashkiach? <laughs> Can well, one put that, it into words? It's that million-dollar question of, <laughs> What does the rabbi do when he's not in shul and when he's not teaching? Hey, you don't classes? think I get that question when I'm not on the air? Come on. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Just in a few words, the yeshiva understands that there's a really large uh, student body in the yeshiva, and you have to cater to the needs of, of as many students as possible. It's for that reason that they have so many mashgichim on campus, so many mashgichim and all the batei midrashim um, that are caring for the needs of the students, that are always giving shirim and chaburas and and the like. And the yeshiva also understands that there's a very large Sephardic student body on uh, on campus. And for that reason, they, 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 had, they had to fill that void. They had to find someone to, uh, to, pro, to organize a Beit Midrash program, to organize Minyanim throughout the day, um, to give various shirim and halacha throughout the day, at, day and night. Um, and, and most importantly, someone who understands the culture of, of many different uh, Sephardic students and uh, someone who could be there for them as a rabbi and as a friend as well. Where are you from? Are you originally from? I'm originally from Queens. And where is your legacy from? Let's my legacy, uh, my father is, was born in Afghanistan. Wow. Kabul, Afghanistan, yes. And my mother is uh, Persian, but she was born in Israel. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, you know, and Rabbi Penner, you've been at YU many years and observed even before that uh, what goes on in the campus. Uh, is this, in your opinion, the largest, I don't know, percentage or largest contingent of the Sephardic community up at Yeshiva University? At it's point? the largest contingent. It's not actually the largest contingent for the Chag Asmicha. Rabbi Cohen is one of the Musmachim. We had an even larger group last time. Of course, it was yeah. four years instead of three. Right. But the Sephardic population on campus continues to grow. And Rabbi Cohen's a modest fellow, but he has a lot to do with that. Uh, for the students to feel that they have a Sephardic home on campus is very important. I think it's an unbelievable accomplishment. And, you know, just like certain Ashkenazic synagogues have done, and, and maybe too few of them, but so many, but, but some of them have done such a good job opening up their doors to Sephardic Minyanim and not, and not 
encouraging people to make a Sephardic minion or a shul somewhere else in the neighborhood, but have brought it under one roof, and we could cite some great examples of that. It's amazing how YU has done this, how they've extended the umbrella and invited the Sephardic community not only to be there, but to feel comfortable there. I've never in my life, I've been, I've been to a couple of yeshivas throughout my life, and I've never felt um, the welcoming um, for me at being a Sephardi, being a Sephardi uh, yeshiva bachor, avrech, I've never felt that that you know hospitality that I do that I have in that I had in in Yeshiva University. I was a smicha student here as well, uh-huh. um, and I and I felt that even the Magide Shior um, catered to Svardim. They always searched to find what the what the Svardim kalach would be in this in the certain topic that they were discussing. Um, they always understood that the culture is a little different, that the Minagim are a little different, and um, they were just very accepting and 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 they understand that that we come from a very authentic. Uh, uh, lineage right. and 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 they don't want us to lose that. They really don't want us to lose that. They yeah. want us to continue in that path. See, not everybody likes it, but I think it's wonderful that YU celebrates its diversity. It's incredible, yeah, and so. and you know how many different types of events I've been up at Yeshiva University for, mm-hmm. all types, Torah and otherwise, and you see Jews of every incredible background. And thank God there are people to bring them in and speak to them and to, you know, encourage them yeah. in their own There's, there's their nothing own particularly Ashkenazic about the right. concept of getting a serious Torah education and a serious secular education to prepare for careers. In fact, I think that's more of a Sephardic tradition originally to be able to put the two together historically. Good point. Um, and uh, we're, there, learn, for, we learn more we're there for the from, community. From yeah. the Sephardic tradition, no? <laughs> and so there's no need for a separate curriculum. There's no need for special courses. As Rabbi Cohen said, there are Rebbeim who understand that the Sephardic component is so important in the halachic discussion about Jewish law, about Jewish tradition. There's no need for a separate track. They're doing in smicha, I would assume, what everyone else is doing in the smicha program. Yes and no. Many are part of the regular tracks, but there also is, of course, one of our one of our Rashi Yeshiva, Rabbi Eliyahu ben Chaim, is Sephardic and right. is a has a photographic mind. Um, and uh, he trains many of the Sephardim in particular, so they're sort of able to have the best of both. They could be part of the regular yeshiva programs and the regular smicha program, but also if they like, they can do a purely Sephardic halachic track. All right. I'm, there, I'm sure that people are curious, uh, not just in the rabbinic track, but in, in yeshiva college in general, and maybe in Stern College as well. Would you say there's that same level of comfort for Sephardic students who come to YU? Yes, there definitely is. There definitely is. They um, Again, it's largely due to uh, the yeshiva's acceptance of it, um, the students feel very, very comfortable being here. Um, the biggest part, I would say, for a student is that I live on campus and I host Shabbat meals every single week. Um, no offense to the Ashkenazim, <laughs> but a Sephardi guy. We don't know how to cook, huh? A Sephardi guy coming from, uh, you know, Panama. The last thing he wants to eat on Shabbat is some gefilte fish. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, my wife is, does... He's, nine, the, he's the real deal, Roy Petter. He is the real deal. <laughs> my wife has to be given a lot of credit for this. I don't do the cooking, I just do the inviting. But, um, but Baruch Hashem, it, it, it's a large, largely due to, uh, to the Shabbat program, that they, how, how comfortable they feel. Yeah. And I know that we're here to talk about the Chagas Micha, but again, Rabbi Cohn touches on such an important point. You know, I, I was up at the YU campus, some people may not believe this, in the 1980s, right? a long time ago. The, the atmosphere, the family atmosphere, the, the, the way that the campus has really turned into a living campus, and you know what I mean by that, not just the dormitories, I'm talking about buildings filled with Jewish families who are doing the type of inviting that Rabbi Cohen's talking about, a desire among students, even those who live close by, to be there on Shabbos, which was not the case 
in my day. It really has turned into a very welcoming environment. And it's a very, it's a very happy place. Right. I know that we all gained tremendously, those of us who were there in the 80s and before, we all gained tremendously. We owe a tremendous amount to yeshiva. But the amount of joy that's on the campus now, people walk around, they, they, they're really excited to be there. The Bate Medrash, it's hard to believe that we put up a new base Medrash a number of years ago, and now they're both full. We're talking about 950 guys sitting for morning Seder. The, the, the feeling in that room, there's a second floor in the Gluck base Medrash with a, a balcony that you look over to the first floor, and I take people to a certain spot, and you look down. The first floor alone holds, holds three, 400 and it literally takes your breath away. It, it's it's really a very inspiring place, day and night. You have a space problem there, Rabbi Penner. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Give to the Torah, we'll work on the space problems. That's Baruch Hashem. Sure. That's a good point. The Chag Asmicha Convocation happens on the 19th of March up at Yeshiva University. It starts at 11.30 in the morning. You're all invited to participate by watching at yu.edu slash Chag. Again, that's yu.edu slash Chag. Rabbi Julius Berman and Rabbi Herschel Schachter will be honored with those special distinctions we discussed a few minutes ago. You can go to the same website in terms of participating in Schachter's Torah. That'll be given to him in honor of his 50 years uh, teaching up at YU. You can go again to yu.edu slash chag for information about that. And um, uh, those of you who are are anxious to watch what is always a very special ceremony, it is rare— that we have ceremonies of rabbinic ordination in our community of this size, of this magnitude, of the splendor that that Yeshua University and REITs can do it with, right? Right. It, it, it is, it's a moment where the Torah really stands in its proper place. YU is many, many wonderful things, and we cater to a wide community, but everybody agrees that at the heart of Yeshiva is this Yeshiva and this Smicha program. And it's one of those days where everything is just finally focused on that goal. It's amazing, especially to see the parents and the grandparents. Mm. Uh, listen, we are Jews. Uh, we don't always want our children to be rabbis. We'd sometimes prefer to see them, or at least think we'd like to see them <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a medical school graduation, at a law school graduation. But you must see the parents' faces at this event. It's an event where the parents say, wow, I am so proud that my son became a rabbi. And it's a day where we acknowledge there really is nothing greater for a Jewish child to aspire to than Jewish leadership in one way or another. And no doubt there'll be some generations of rabbis in, in photos that day, right? There will be. And actually at the Reitz dinner, which follows, the Reitz dinner will be at 6 o'clock. Um, and you can also sign up for the dinner in the same place. The Reitz dinner will be looking at and honoring 12 pairs of reits now there are some who have gotten smicha other places right. but from our yeshiva 12 pairs of grandfathers and grandsons who are all going to be celebrated together it includes a lamb it includes a rosenzweig it Whoa. includes a brander it includes a chalap <laughs> um, and eight other pairs that should actually be one of the highlights of the whole day and night is when they stand up there together some are, are in the next world and they'll be holding a picture of their grandfather but it's a beautiful passing of the generation all right so i'll ask both of you so what do you say to jewish parents who might be hesitant or may not be thrilled when their son decides to go down this route what would you say to them right better so the first thing i would say is that even if you're going to become a doctor and we love doctors also um, the ability to have someone continue to learn we, we develop beautiful neshamas in the yeshiva on the undergraduate level, but the ability to take off a few more years and to study night and day 
and to be with the Rosh Yeshiva and in the Yeshiva, it's an investment for life. Just as I think coming to Yeshiva University is, it's an investment in who you're going to be. As far as the field of the Rabbanus, um, there's nothing that um, I, I love more than than the field of Avodas Hakodesh. It's uh, it's an incredibly rewarding thing to do. It's not always as rewarding financially as some other things. Although Baruch Hashem, the standards have changed a lot. But uh, we go, we choose a career for more than just what pays the most. We choose a career for something that we come home every day and we say, wow, I made a difference. And by the way, we should mention that some of the top medical people out there in our community are Musmachim of Wa'yu. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. About 25% of the class is going into other professions, and they come usually knowing that they're doing that, but they want to get smicha anyway. And some of them, and we could actually name names, which we won't do, have brought their rabbinic experience into their medical experience and can speak about both topics like nobody else can. Right, absolutely. There are people doing that, and there are people who are professionals who are giving shiur. And one of the questions I'll ask on an exit interview, if you're going to a different graduate school afterwards, is so how are you going to use this smicha? The smicha gives you an achrayas, a responsibility to claw your throw. How are you going to use this to better the community? And they do it. It's it's amazing what they're accomplishing. Rabbi Penner and Rabbi Cohen are here. Rabbi Cohen, I ask you the same question. Parents or other family members who sometimes question the direction their son is going in when applying for a smicha program, as you did, what would you say to them? So first of all, I have to say thank you to my parents and my in-laws for being so <laughs> <laughs> being so accepting of me, uh, me and my wife making that decision uh, to go down this this path of life. It's uh, it's been a tremendous experience, and I thank you for that. Um, it's look, it's a it's it's a very understandable uh, point that they're making. You know, the vision of of a rabbi. The classic traditional vision of a rabbi is someone who can't really pay his bills, has stains on his clothing, and <laughs> and you know. Uh, but that's just really not true. It's it's not true. Um, you're taken care of, um, and like Barry Penner was saying, it's it's the most fulfilling job on earth. It really is. It's so rewarding. I've only been doing this for about a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half, um, and these have been the most fulfilling years or year and a half in my life. You already. know, Barry Penner in the intro mentioned Furkauf and special courses and programs. Could you describe for the audience the type of things that that rabbis-to-be are now going through under your jurisdiction, under your leadership, in order to expand their horizons when it comes to these areas? We're getting a a basic understanding of of the mental health uh, industry, of basically what what to look out for, um, not really how to cure or how to give therapy, but really what to look out for and who to refer to um, what would be a red flag when you see in a student or a congregant? Um, I've already, I've, I've, I've been in this course for about a year already, wow. um, and I've already, you know, experienced some very, very hands-on tips that have been given to me um, dealing with students myself. It, it could change a rabbi from be from feeling helpless in a situation when he's trying to help exactly. somebody exactly. to actually being able to do something constructive for the exactly. person, even if it just means referring them to somebody yeah. or you know sending them to. You know, somewhere where that could be helpful to them. Right. I had more than 20 years on the ground experience, right. and I've sat in on a few sessions, and it's embarrassing how much I learned from these classes. So <laughs> we're literally talking about a completely different level of, of rabbinic ability uh, with the students that are coming out. Pretty amazing. Chag HaSmicha, 19th of March, yu.edu slash Chag. We encourage everybody in the community to support the Safer Torah Project in honor of Rav Shechter, well-deserved. I think more and more of the community worldwide is understanding the greatness of Rav Shechter. Thank God. Baruch Hashem. They'll be actually uh, tonight in Passaic, um, a chance to fill in letters at 8 o'clock at the Gervis home. There'll be a chance uh, next Motzei Shabbos, obviously not Purim, 
uh, next Motzei Shabbos in Teaneck at the Orlinsky home. So you can check YU's uh, website for information on those opportunities to actually come and write a letter with the sofa and take a picture with Rabbi Shechter and to be able to say a thank you to him. Oh, is that what was going on in the Five Towns Sunday morning? And that's what was also, we've been in the Five Towns, the West Side. Uh, I, I can't even remember where we've been. Yeah. We, we did this in Los Angeles. Wow. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people are joining in this effort. Well, his international impact is certainly growing more and more, that's for sure. All right, Menachem Penner is the Dean of Reeds, Rabbi Isaac Alchanan Theological Seminary, uh, the Max and Marion Grill Dean of Reeds. Uh, Rabbi Dan Cohen is the, uh, let me get it right, he is the Edmund Safra, Sephardic Skan Meshkiach up at YU. I thank you both very, very much for being here today. Mazel Tov Mabruk! And Mazel Tov, is that the right one, Mabruk? That's, that's, right, that's, that's good? Right. You got very it. impressive. That, that satisfies? Mabruk, Mazel Tov, it is a very... Very auspicious time up at Yeshiva University. Chagas Micha time is always a very, very big deal, to say the least. All right, Penner, enjoy. Our best regards to everybody. Hopefully we'll be able to join you that day. Whether I we, hope so. Whether we do or don't, I'm going to encourage everybody to to watch and be part of this great worldwide Torah celebration. Because that's what it is. I hope it's, so. It's Thank you so Torah much. Great to see you as always. A pleasure. Thank you both. Uh, more much. coming up. That was my conversation with Ari Penner and Rabbi Cohen regarding the upcoming Chagas Micha happening up at Yeshiva University this coming Sunday. Uh, just before Purim, we had in our studio Zusha, a very interesting musical group who um, have a uh, wonderful following, as you'll hear, around the world. And uh, they were in our studio one morning at JM and the AM to promote their upcoming Purim show, what was then an upcoming Purim show. Uh, my conversation with Zusha follows next on JM Rewind right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. JM and the AM. Zusha, live in studio. Could you imagine that? Here they are at JM and the AM. Good morning, gentlemen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Can you believe that Zusha's here live in studio, brother? Literally live. Unbelievable. I can't get over this. Maybe we just spend the next half hour talking about how incredible it is that Zusha's here live. That should be the entire show. Wow, Zusha's That's here. what we do did every you, day. Did you hear Zusha's here? <laughs> can wow. Here? Can we stay here? How incredible. Yes, we'll do it. We'll just stay all day. <laughs> It'll be one like, a, a complete love fest for Zusha just being here. Nice. Uh, who do we have here? Identify yourselves so that people watching on Facebook Live will know who we're talking to here. Sure. We have Zach Goldschmidt. Zach, how are you? Sitting on the left. I'm Alicia Mlatek. Alicia, how are you? Good to see you. Shlomo Gazin. There he is, Shlomo. Unbelievable. Shlomo. Together, there's Zusha. Mm. They're out with a brand new single, by the way, which we're going to get to. If I can find it, it's somewhere in my Zusha collection. It's somewhere It's somewhere mixed up with my my mountain of Zusha songs. So I don't even know if I can dig it out, but I'm going to try my best. <laughs> What's that called? Modani? Moda, yeah. Moda. We keep the Ani out of it. You, know? you don't like the Ani part. It's the yeah, it's not about I. It's more about thanks. Very good. You just felt what? Was time to time to start the morning with something different? Yeah, time to start the morning with uh, the Nachum Siegel. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm driving through Manhattan. I don't know if I told you this or not, because I don't think I've seen you since this happened. I'm driving through Manhattan on a Friday, 25th Street in that area. And um, you're walking. You're walking uh, eastward on 25th Street. I think it was 25th. Maybe it was 28th. Who knows? And you're playing guitar. You, ukulele. Ukulele, ukulele, excuse yeah. me. You're strumming a ukulele, and I say to myself, you know, I would really stop, offer him a ride. 
I would I would say hello at least. He, but he looks like he's such a, he's so in his zone right now. He's so, you know, people are walking by and you're completely oblivious to what's going on. I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying a word. To this. Let him just keep on rolling. I think I took a picture and sent it to my kids. That was about, that was about the extent of it. But I just said, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bothering this guy. You're, 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 is, that, is that common, by the way, singing or composing music while walking the streets of Manhattan? Very common. Very common. <laughs> Where's your favorite spot? Is there a favorite street or avenue where uh, where Zusha's songs are, cre- are created? Um, <laughs> you have a favorite train? Yeah, you have a favorite, favorite subway car? We used, to, we used to sing together on the train when we used to go downtown together. Seriously? Yeah, the one yeah, train. Yeah. What was the reaction? Well, sometimes people would, it would, it depends what time, but if it was like at the end of the day, you'd have people kind of falling asleep. Um, sometimes you had people kind of grooving and dancing, right. which is kind of nice. One person was like, uh, it's my stop, but I don't want to get off. Oh, 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 <laughs> the, the ultimate compliment. I will stay on the subway to hear yeah, you guys stand in New York subway. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Now, what's with the, uh, you, you, at least two of you I noticed. Walked in this morning with interesting-looking scarves. What's the story with that? Is it just is a precautionary measure because you're worried about your voices? Is a political statement, one being worn over your head? That's Zach, right? Yeah. Being worn over your head. I mean, yeah. could you explain that? And anybody watching now on Facebook Live, Nahum Siegel Network will see exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. Nice. You want to explain this, or there's no nothing special, no, no reason or rhyme or reason behind it? <laughs> I got mine at the airport. Never, I know. Never, it never, is not no, very special. But not all people walk in, walk indoors wearing it on their heads like that. You know what That's I mean? true. I mean, you're hiding. Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah what's going on over yeah, there? Back there. <laughs> it's like Voldemort's back there. You got someone's head, someone's face. Are there, um, are there payas underneath there or not? Oh, yeah, we got payas. You got payas underneath there? <laughs> Should we bring them out for the live, live cast? Have you, gotten, have you gotten pressure from these two gentlemen to, to grow your payas as long as yeah. theirs or not? We hold them down and we say, grow. Grow, grow. They've never... Like the Gemara. Like the Gemara. Like there's always two angels saying, uh, saying grow by the... Uh, yeah. I'm like a... Grow, payas, grow. I'm like a defunct uh, chia pet. They've never <laughs> so they've never gone ahead and expressed any interest. No, it's only internal. And you, you looking more like them. It's only my internal <laughs> Zach and Shlomo that tell me. Uh, One of us get a scarf. So Zusha's here. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. I don't know. Some people thought that you know Zusha hit the scene and you know had this big burst of popularity. Would we ever see them again? And now you guys are as hot as ever. How does that happen? Yeah. It's a story with that. We sort of entered the cave, so to speak. What do you and mean? We entered the the musical cave, yeah. and we and we tried to spend some serious time working our craft, and uh, we're pretty happy. We're we're finishing up an album right now. So you fooled the audience. People thought you had disappeared. Oh yeah, and in, and in reality, you are preparing for the next stage. Big Houdini. Uh, Very nice. <laughs> uh, on March eleventh, what's today? The eighth. Yeah. So March eleventh yeah. is Saturday night. Am I right? Yes, it's a Saturday night. Correct. Correct. What's going to happen Sash. Saturday night? You're going you're to say Havdalah at some point, right? We're going to finish Shabbos. It's a Shabbos Zachar. It's a big Shabbos. Yeah, it's a you're going to finish Shabbos. Shabbos at some point. You'll say Havdalah. And then it's on to a big Purim celebration. Will yes. you hear Megillah before the celebration, during the celebration, or after? What's the Zusha Purim schedule for we'll Saturday? We'll probably do it two or three times just to be safe. Really? You're going to read Megillah twice or three times? <laughs> well, twice for sure, by really? night and by day. Uh, very good. <laughs> we'll be doing Megillah probably about 8.30. Right. Um, so we'll be playing the show at the Bowery Ballroom. Right. So 8.30, come here, McGillah. Right. Oh, literally there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For the public. That's oh, yeah. what we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we I mean, that, a- could, that could take 25, 30 minutes, you know. Yeah. Well, the first yeah, band yeah. won't go on until about 9, okay. 9.15. 
Um, and who is that? How does the show start at 9 o'clock? That's our good friend, Zeke oh. Finn. Good friend and neighbor, actually. Well, Zeke Finn, I, I've been reading a little bit about this whole Zeke Finn phenomenal, yeah. phenomenon. rather, uh, and, and he really, he comes in as a friend of yours? Yeah. I mean, he's also our neighbor. We live across the street <laughs> Literally? from each other. Yeah. I used to live where. Where is that? In what area of... Uh, of Crown Heights. In Crown Heights. Yeah. We can't specify where. Everything's <laughs> happening in Crown Heights. Yeah, 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 Crown Heights. Unbelievable. Um, so Z Finn will be playing at around 9. We'll have McGill before that, and we'll probably have a couple during the show in case somebody missed it. When does Zusha hit the stage? Mm. If we're here today, if you guys have woken up in the middle of the night in order to join me here live... We must at least use the opportunity to remind people they should come and see you Saturday night. What time will Zusha be hitting the stage on Saturday night? Saturday night, Bowery Ballroom, 10 o'clock. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Bowery Ballroom. What type of arena is this? 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000? How many could fit into the Bowery Ballroom? Just over 500, 600. Oh, there are 500 seats? Oh, very good. Okay. It's a really nice space. This is serious. It's not seated. There's another level. People can sit and chill. Yeah. It's got like something for everyone. Hamantaschen available. That Space painting. Too We're trying to get Hamantaschen. They might have some Hamantaschen. Yeah. <laughs> you might make it a full-fledged part of the celebration. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm proud of you guys. You get out there in a, in a, uh, in a, uh, um, in a distinguished Manhattan uh, venue, and you're reading Megillah and spreading the word and telling people to celebrate Purim. You're probably going to meet Jewish people there who have never been to a Purim celebration before, I would guess, right? Yes, yeah, awesome. Definitely. That's probably I mean, going to happen. <clears throat> the goal is to spread the perm love. Right. You know? What's the, what's the secret of uh, Zusha's success? Why is it that so many people from so many different backgrounds are being attracted to what you do? Mm. I guess because it's not about us. Meaning? <laughs> Meaning, uh, niche. <laughs> I actually what, didn't hear what you said. So <laughs> I said it's Shlomo not about claims us. it's not about you. It's not about oh, the group. It's not about us. And he claims yeah. that that's the secret to this large umbrella that's covering a really diverse group of people enjoying your music. I mean, you, I mean, you've seen people at your shows who are yeshiva guys, all the way until yeah. uh, and girls, all the way until people who literally will not have heard the Perm McGill in a regular year, right? Mm. So why mm. is that? Is there an explanation? Or I think it's because we're different. You know, we sort of, you know, even though me and Shlomo sort of look similar, we're very different people, and so we're sort of reaching out to all these different types of people. So. In that sense, like, you'll find a lot of different kinds of people there. And I think that's one of the big attra- like, uh, attractions is that you're going to meet all sorts of Yidin, all sorts, all the walks of life from this guy who grew up in, in going to the mirror and this guy right. who grew up doesn't know anything. And that interaction brings out something special. People like those who seem off the beaten path. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, like a lot of, there's a lot of uh, blue jelly beans, you know. you got to diversify the colors. But, you know, in our society, and specifically in the Jewish world, those those jelly beans don't always get the attention that they deserve. And a lot of people don't like to acknowledge that they exist. You know that. Yeah. yeah. yeah we have some internal problems that... Uh, sure. Sweep them under the rug. Yeah, you know, there's a little bit of a cookie-cutter Eat society them. in the Jewish world. I don't think you guys were victims of that. Yeah. Does it seem so? Well, I think that's the movement, is really just embracing who you are. And that's right. a very powerful thing once you can handle that. Um, if I asked you, and this is such an unfair question because uh, you probably won't want to answer it directly, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, someone comes down from outer space, asks Zusha, what's your most spiritual song? What, what would you answer? What is the most spiritual? You want to turn someone on to spirituality. What are you playing for them? It's more like someone comes from inner space. Whoa. Wait, it's going to take me a minute to recover from that one. Wow. Someone give me a wet washcloth. I mean, everyone, ah! can, everyone can escape the world, but can you go from the inner world to the... Someone comes the down from a different world and says, I need spirituality. 
I, I always do this with Kalbach songs. I say that I believe that there's certain Kalbach songs that if uh, you know someone does come and completely unfamiliar with Kalbach, play this, play them this one song, and they'll start to capture the essence of Rav Shlomo. How do they start to catch, capture the essence of the spirituality of Zusha? With which selection? Mm. Well, I think everyone's spirituality is starting and and heading towards a different place. I mean, there's one there's one common thing we're going towards. We're going towards Hashem, but right. Um, whether in the tribe of Menashe or the tribe of Levi or whatever tribe they're in, there's different flags with different goals. And and on the, at the outset, one song may turn one person off and turn another on. So I don't think that you could uh, one could say, "Oh, this one's spiritual. This one's secondarily spiritual." Well, all I ask is, which one would you play for them? You have oh, to have. We right? play Modani for sure. You would play. Hey, calm down, calm down, we'll get to it, okay? <laughs> this guy's walking in, he, he, he wants all the info about the show, he wants all the info about Modani out Checklist. there. You can say that again. How do people get Zusha to visit their neighborhood? How do people get Zusha to uh, come into a concert, a Shabbos, a performance mm-hmm. where they are? How do they do that? Are you guys managed by somebody? Are you uh, well, represented by somebody? Do you do this all on your own? Do you do you answer a phone call, say you'll be there, and then there's a 50-50 <laughs> chance that you'll show up? Like, how does it work? <laughs> no. um, we, generally speaking, have um, you know, someone taking care of booking. And, nice. Uh, we have, uh, so you hit the big time. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us, you know, booking at Zusha. We, you can reach us at Zusha.com. Have you been outside of the New York area? Have you spent a lot of time, you know, Outside the confines of this great city. Yeah. I see these koala bears. You get these from Australia? Yeah, I think someone sent it to us or something. Yeah. So we were... <laughs> were you in Australia? We were in Australia. They dig yeah. in Australia? And they have these there. These are accurate. They got the real ones. No, these ones. <laughs> They're way <laughs> bigger. These. <laughs> so you went ahead and did a show in Australia. Traveled to 24 hours. Did a show in Australia. And was it the reception like you would have expected? Was it a very yeah, positive there's like 800 people there. Awesome. And yeah, we really played in Melbourne. There's like 800 people in Sydney. Boy, oh, boy. Went to Bondi Beach. Amazing. Went to Russia. Were you in Russia? Yeah, yeah. went to Russia this year. Yeah, Zusha. Where did you play there? In uh, near Moscow. Holy cow! If Beryl is there, had a whole uh, big Shabbaton. Very nice. Yeah. 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 We also went to Uman. Oh my! Well, that's no big deal. 20, <laughs> Twenty-five thousand people do that. <laughs> I didn't get to. <laughs> no, I'm kidding around. Um, and um, oh, so, so to play the U.S.—that's like nothing for you guys. You're like, yeah, do yeah, a gig right? in Denver. Come on, that's not exotic enough for us. <laughs> what are you kidding? Uh, America is wonderful. Uh, America is wonderful. Yeah. And, you, and you've been around here or not? You've done you've done Denver, Houston, Chicago, Detroit, or not? We did. Or you're, or you're waiting for the big invitation. Done from Chicago. We've done LA. Ah, so waiting for some invitations. You guys are Cleveland. complete superstars. I'm not yeah. introducing Boston. you to this audience. Everyone, everyone knows Zusha at this point. Come on. Yeah, we're trying to do something in June. Some something extensive. Well, like a big tour. Yeah. After the album comes out. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And the album is pre-Pesach or Lagbomer time. When are you doing this? We're trying to hit it Lagbomer. Oh, very good. So there you go. You got it all set. The whole system is completely down. I see. Yeah. Uh, Zusha, <laughs> Purim. 10 p.m. at the Bowery Ballroom. Simple as that. The Bowery. Do I have the address here? Where is this place? I don't even know. Think I have the Six address. Delancey Street. Ooh. Seriously? That was good. It's on Six Delancey? Yeah. How'd you do that? <laughs> that, was, that was weird. So one second. got to figure this out. The old Ratners was like 130 Delancey Street. So where's Six? They'll be there. It's got to be like... It's got to be like... You know, <laughs> it's right around it's right here. Like, it's like a two-minute walk from You have here. no excuse. <laughs> You're right. i got to spend per night with you guys. <laughs> Please. I was thinking of going up to YU. This is much easier. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Mm. Are you kidding me? You just got to 
Yeah. Well, All right. That's Andy <laughs> We'll do Modani coming up. We'll we'll keep the audience in suspense for a minute. Uh, give me something to play off of your original album. Which one do you want? Um, your you play DJ now. How do you like that? Mm. I'm so kind. To I guess. Mm. Question. You want to do a question? Yeah. What's the question about question? What is this all about? The answer is really the question. <laughs> what is this song all about? That's the poem tour. Is that you get to the, you get to the answer, the final answer, and it's you, like realize, you realize that it's a question. It's like Jeopardy. <laughs> you need the question, right? The answer is yeah. out there. You got to find the question. Uh, we're on Facebook Live right now. Go to Facebook Nachum Siegel Network again. Go to Facebook Nachum Siegel Network. You can see the three members of Zusha live in our. We are honored. Could you imagine? That Zush, all three of Zusha's members woke up really early to be here on a Wednesday morning pre-Purim to wish everybody a frailth in Purim. This is called Question at JM in the AM. In studio. Song is called Question. Zach Alicia Shlomo. You know, I thought Zusha was like Zach Shlomo, and a, but it nothing to do with that, right? Just named after the great Zusha, am I right? Well, it was named after. The Holy Holy Reposition on the Pali. Um, and post facto, we... You realized. Yeah, I think at least <laughs> yeah, it was like, crazy. by the way, like a month after, he's like, by the way, I think it's the, our acronym. Yeah. No such thing as a coincidence, huh? Yeah. Mm. If there's one thing we've learned through Zusha about life, no such thing as coincidence. Um, how did you discover each other? 
na- na- neighbors. Uh, I need I need someone to play drums. Alicia popped up. Like, how did you discover? Like, what happened? So Meta, close. Hiding in the scarf. You're, none of you are related, correct? He was, the, he was in the scarf. I mean, well, <laughs> related said, in some wow. way or He said, wow, that's the guy we need. <laughs> he dresses like us. <laughs> Alicia and I met at Rosh Chodesh Adar Minyan. Yeah, we just celebrated our yeah, anniversary. Big anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big anniversary. <laughs> we go out every year. And how long ago was that about? How many years? Four years ago. Four years ago. Five years ago. And you just met, meaning what? Looking for a musician? Looking for something? Yeah, five years. I think it was five years really? ago. Really? Well, was that? It was in our my how time flies. Post yeshiva, we were in, we were in, uh, you know, we we're schlepping the gullis mm. in college, and we found each other at this Rosh Chodesh Hallel minion. Alicia and was supposed to go to Queens and drove me all the way from the village to the Washington Heights. Like yeah. he was so late for class. We weren't looking for bandmates; we we're looking for chaverim, and, and we found that we found each other in the village. Zach was going to NYU. Um, we found each other around the Chabad. House. You were all attending real colleges. Believe it or not. Unbelievable. We were. <laughs> you were all attending real college. NYU, um, where were you? I was at NYU. Where were you? Queens. Holy cow. Yeah, and three different ones. Like the triangle of Jewish New York City, <laughs> Queens College, Yeshiva University, and NYU. My God. Which yeah. actually helped us spread the word in the beginning. I, I can imagine. we all were parts of different communities. Yeah. Right. yeah. And we all came together. It was amazing. Which has the craziest music scene, NYU, Queens, or NYU? Hmm, that would be quite a question. Yeah. Is there a crazy... NYU, music? for sure. Does NYU have a crazy music scene? <laughs> yeah, it's a great... Yeah. yeah. Diversity from all around the world? Well, they have, like, amazing music programs. Which Seriously? I wasn't a part of, but I hear they're great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, NYU, NYU as well. There's a lot of um, under-the-radar, like, music taking right. place, and people are writing things. and Way beyond the Maccabees. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. The Maccabees and beyond. Right, both. Yeah. Right. A lot of interesting stuff. You're going to see them in five minutes. Boy, oh, boy. Oh, was that true? No. Oh. Uh, you did a show at Lincoln Square Synagogue recently, correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I always wonder, if I'm not mistaken, Yankee Lemmer was part of that lineup. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Friend of ours. And Shimon Kramer was part of that lineup. Yeah. yeah. And then Zusha. Yeah. And I always wonder, uh, when people like me and others see a lineup like that, you know, especially those of us who are sensitive to trying to put together a show that will attract, you know, a certain crowd, I say to myself, you know, I wonder how that went over. Mm. You know, Yankee Lemmer, who essentially is a cantor, and I know he does popular music as well, but, you know, Shimon Kramer, same thing, you know, popular music, has that cantorial edge. And Zusha, who I don't think would ever be classified <laughs> in either a popular music or or, or cantorial edge type of category. Yeah. Did it work? Was it a lineup that worked? Yeah, surprisingly. I mean, and when you guys got on stage, plenty of people knew who you were. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It was more like when we got onto the Bima. <laughs> oh, that's where it was? It was in the main section? <laughs> we, we, we sat in a, in a circle. Yeah, Lincoln Square, yeah, of course. A circle in the center. Right. And it was um, really, really intimate. And I think it was really nice because Chazanis has like a louder, um, more pro- focus on projecting. Um, um, and then Kramer. Um, Shimon Kramer, sure. Shimon Kramer was, played some really elegant like piano things. Yeah. And it was nice to to like get uh, to the level of like more of the kumzits, um and the, and focus on the panimi, sometimes silent, sometimes loud, sometimes exclamatory, um, rough and rustic at points, and sharp and honed in at other points. And it was really really amazing, I think, to have that dynamic because it allowed for uh, for a journey rather than just like um, rather than just like same 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 same. That's true. It was same. Same, different, same, same, different. So you, so you walk out of the performance, and there are plenty of people who enjoyed all three. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Our job is to make people uncomfortable. Oh, you you know? doing good, doing good job, <laughs> would you say? Great job. <laughs> Zush is here. We're going to get to the brand new selection in a moment. Uh, when you were at YU, were your pay us that long? Just curious. Not yeah, the, pretty not, much. Not judging. I mean, they're, they're, they weren't uh, that. No, they were like, they started maybe like. I mean, we're talking about a foot and a half, right? I basically. didn't start growing yeah. till you I got. those pay us? Are they about a foot and a half? <laughs> it I was mean, at YU that I started growing them, actually. Really? That's the influence up in Washington Heights, huh? Yes, exactly. The Chabad yeah. Club at YU. Chabad <laughs> Club. <laughs> <laughs> over there. Amazing. You see what he can do with them. Yeah, yeah. They're like tentacles. Yeah. So wow. they, they've grown a lot. They've grown a lot. Yeah. They're a semblance of my inner growth because yeah. they come from my insides. So if your inside wasn't out. as powerful as it was, they would not be as long as they are. That's the, that's well, the general. It's mostly for holy. Every Jew, you know, every day is getting a little bit holier. The light of Hanukkah. Well, there are continued. people. There are people out there who you know, and you might might meet some Saturday night who would say the opposite. We're losing our spirituality as day go mm-hmm. days go by. I I can't get back on track. Sure. You know, said there, there's definitely both directions are possible, but uh, the question is which escalator are you going on? See, all kidding aside, and I know I like to have fun here in the morning, especially with guests you know who are of uh, who like to have fun like yourselves. Mm. You have a tremendous responsibility. You're going to, not just Saturday night, but in general, you're going, to, you're going to continuously now meet people, as long as this group is together, you're going to continuously meet people who are searching, people who really are looking to you for some meaning, for some direction. Right. Not that they're going to ask you for career advice, but they're going to, they're going to you know, live off of the, uh, of the moments that, you know, that, that they've witnessed and that they've participated in with you guys. Right. Big and, responsibility. And the responsibility is to sort of, which way do you want to frame the narrative? Because you can obviously look at all the people that are, turning away from Judaism and turning, going, doing all these other other things. Or you can look at what's happening on Purim, for example, and how all these people are getting together and celebrating in ways that they've never done before. So it's our responsibility to sort of say that there's amazing things happening, and let's focus on that and grow that and not really worry about anything I else. never thought that Purim citywide celebrations would be like they are now in 2017. Amazing. That you could attract Jews to come out for a Purim celebration. They wouldn't stay away. They They actually want to be there and... You know, party with you guys in a positive manner. So, uh, Saturday night, uh, opening act Zeke Finn, is it? Yep. Yeah. Zeke Finn is the opening act. That happens about uh, 9 p.m. after McGillah reading. Yes. After that point, uh, 10 o'clock, Zusha hits the stage. Uh, I'm assuming there'll be Mashka there for the holiday. Am I right? Yes. Or we don't know yet? No, there'll be Mashka. Soon but we don't know about the Hamantashen. We know about the mashka. We don't know about the hamantash. We're doing our best. Now. Yeah, do me a favor. If, <laughs> if, if you're offering people to drink on Purim, it I would think be unfair. Byoh, bring your own hamantash. Maybe I'll just ship over a case of hamantash. I can't, I can't tolerate a Purim party on Saturday night without hamantash. Come on. I think we should leave a trail of hamantash from this office, and we'll just get you that way. That might be nice. We'll idea. get people here after. But I am very. Uh, I am committed to making this a real Purim celebration. In fact. Uh, you know, I, I think at some point during the show, not that I'm your producer, not that I tell you guys what to do, Yes. but to Perm is a big day of charity. You might mm-hmm. want to recommend to the audience at some point during Perm Day to help out somebody who's in need. That's a great idea. Love do you it. have any uh, recommendations? Yeah. What is it? yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, make a recommendation. Say, hey, guys, you know, you're not that familiar with Purim, and it's not just about drinking and having a good time. It's also about helping others. Sure, sure. Reaching That's out, giving idea. gifts, you know. Beautiful. Mm. Do you have any char- charity ideas? No, I think there are a million out there, and, and in the city, you'll meet people constantly who are, you know, in need. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. pro- probably right outside the Bowery Ballroom, <laughs> there'll be people there in need. I mean, you know how it works now in the, in the yes. borough of Manhattan. A lot of people in need who are hanging out on the streets. All right, we got to do the new selection. 
you've hinted to the fact that basically these songs are are collaborations of all three of you, right? Essentially, right? That's it how depends it depends on some of them. Slomo writes completely. Some of them. Well, who's responsible for Mode? Mode. Who would we give credit to if there was such a thing as a credit for this song? Um, I think Shlomo wrote it. I wrote it a little bit. This uh, our friend David Atias helped out. Oh. Um, you know the Tia's a great family. Yitzchak, beautiful family. Yo, Yitzchak was a legend, boy. Uh, we, used, legend. we used to play his stuff twenty years ago. Yeah. He's, still, he's still, yeah. still, still an amazing musician. Still, still. awesome. Yeah, he's he awesome. came up and jammed with us last time we were in Israel. Yeah, wow, he's good stuff. Yeah, an amazing show. And his kids and, uh, are great uh, too. They're all great musicians, right? You got to yeah. play with them. Yeah, but they're also they've got like a chenel key, like yeah. uh, godly grace. On yeah, he's the real deal. I could see him passing that on to the next generation. These kids are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, all right, so what was I asking you? Yeah, credits. The two, the two of you a little bit, and then the... Uh, yeah, the Shem has got the real credits. Yeah, yeah Shem gets all the credits. He's the ultimate producer, yeah. right? God, God is the ultimate producer, 100%. and he's the one that... Let me not say... There you go. All right, it's called Mode. Good chance you'll hear it this coming Saturday night on Purim Night with Zusha. Right now we're on Facebook Live in our final minutes with Zusha visiting us here at JM in the AM.
called Modeth. We are rocking here at JM and AM. Oh, you brought your ukulele. Can you take it out for a second, or is that uh, you don't want to do that? You would have had to prepare. Trying to convince Shlomo to uh, give us uh, 60 seconds on the ukulele. Can you guys do that? Can you join me in convincing him or no way? Um, Maybe he can compose a song like he did on 25th Street that day. Maybe this Modani was composed on 25th Street. Exactly. Walking through the uh, walking through the city. Anyway, We're going to the studio after this. Oh, that's why Finish. he's got it. Yeah. All right, I'm not going to put pressure. It's fine. We don't need you to do that. We need you to relax here. And, come back another time. And uh, hopefully you'll come yeah, back. Sure. And uh, Zusha Saturday night. Purim, everybody. Woo! Simchas Purim. Woo is right. What do you do when they say Haman? What uh, what method of uh, I smack Elisa right across? The face. That's how it works. Does it, does it make <laughs> a very loud? Does it make a very loud sound? Or well, you got to do it a lot. It's one of those mild Haman. Uh, <laughs> hurts the business. Yeah, I'm big on just like the simple. You go at the table. Simple. You thought the, you thought, I find it's not as loud. The, as... You thought the Alicia system just wasn't good for the group in general. <laughs> Hurt morale a bit. Long term, it's not that effective. <laughs> Strange enough, it was my idea. Well, when if you do that with Alicia, then you, when you have his machias and Alicia, we don't want that. We Who need, reads McGill on Saturday night? One Alicia. of you or somebody else? We bring someone in. Someone's going to bring it. Yeah, in. yeah. And will there be a stop at every humman or not necessary? Um. Or mild. I think it's up to the guy. The guy that's doing. He may it. try to run right through. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had those guys in yeah. Jewel. I've had those guys try yeah. to try to roll right over the Hummon. We're gonna need it's people to stop. Third year, him. so we actually have had like different experiences with uh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. First year, the guy was speeding delivery. <laughs> well, last year we did it. Last we did a Brooklyn Bowl, and it was basically McGill competing with the bowling alley. Which was not a great idea. You heard all the noise in the bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. All the it, was, it was very. So this year we're doing a barrier. No yeah. bowling this year, guaranteed. No bowling. Please no do not bowl. Definitely not guaranteed. Do not bring your bowling balls to Bowery Ballroom. <laughs> They'll be upset. Uh, they have a nice wooden floor. You know, Bowery Ballroom, Saturday night with Zusha and Zeke Finn. Enjoy everybody, plus Megillah and maybe some Hummantaschen. Maybe. We don't know. Maybe we'll get a Hummantaschen gun. We'll just shoot him out there. Good idea, like the t-shirt gun, right? Yeah. yeah. I like that idea. Bring a costume. We'll have face painting. and uh, Very good. New album expected at like Bomer time. Yes. He's got- Search the word Zusha if you want if you're anywhere on the globe and you want the, them to visit. Right? Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm. Zusha.com. Oh, Zusha.com. There you go. You can watch our Facebook live right now. You can also watch it later if you want. Keep commenting away. And um and that about does it. I mean, uh I don't know how anybody could spend a Purim night any better than with Zusha. Oh, by the way, breaking news, gentlemen. Break, oh. breaking huh? news. Huh? And I'm sure, I am sure that the three of you are as into this as I am. <laughs> the Netherlands has just won their game in the World Baseball Classic, which means Israel advances to the next round. How amazing uh, is that? Uh, well, you mentioned that Saturday night from the stage or not? Not. <laughs> Adar miracle. <laughs> Another Adar miracle is right. <laughs> Please do not bring your baseballs or baseball bats to the venue. I mean, in <laughs> this month sad. of miracles, could you imagine that Israel is now advancing to the next round? These Incredible. gentlemen don't know what I, hit them. I heard they were listening to Zusha. <laughs> did it? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe in the locker room. Maybe that's what's inspiring them—a little Zusha music. Yeah, I'm gonna have to find out. Might be illegal though. Are you having any? Uh, are you having any of the baseball uh, team coming? Well, there's somebody who who um, escorts the team who I'm trying to get on. Mm. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna have any of the players. We'll see. We actually had one around the time when they. Uh, I mean, are you really interested in this stuff? No. Not Zach at all. used to play baseball. Is that true? true? I went to. I did Maccabia. Bamet? Yeah, I went to what? San Antonio to play baseball. Bamet? Yeah, yeah. What position? 
I was playing second base. Who's your hero? Who's your major league hero? Derek Jeter. There you go. <laughs> the automatic answer for anybody in the New York area for the last 20 years. He's a good guy. Alicia thought he was your baseball hero. <laughs> he, uh, right. I was in your scarf and everything. What happened to us? Yeah, well. Gentlemen, I thank you. We're going to wrap up with a song called East Stettel. Mm. What can you tell us about this one before we play it? It's about the East Village. Simple as that. It's as wild as the East Village, but also with the intention of a year walking through the East Village. So, license, we're running. That was heavy. Yes. That was heavy. I'm going to try to pay careful attention to this song. <laughs> East Stettel. Thank from, you. From the, C, from the album called Kavana, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, intention. Do we call it Kavana or Kavana? How did we refer to it? Kavana. Exactly. We did say Kavana. Yeah. Just to make sure, I want to make sure I had the right Kavana. <laughs> Zusha, everybody. Return engagement. We could book you guys again. For sure. sure. You're not scared by the early morning hours? No, Definitely no, no. I love it. Mamash! Are we doing, uh, is there going to be another Coulter Fest or we don't know yet? you have any idea? Uh, there, might, uh, there might be. Uh, birdie says there might be, yeah. There might be? 50-50? Yeah. You said Bernie? A birdie. A nope, birdie. Oh, a birdie. Uh, I do so if we, Bernie. if we end up doing that again in Central Park, I want to tell you, you guys were amazing then. I mean, yeah, I mean, you, know, you were out, amazing too. Uh, uh, well, thank you very much there, Mr. <laughs> Zusha. Uh, indoors, outdoors, seems you guys are so versatile you can do anything. Yeah. Amazing. Even the Bowery Ballroom. Saturday night, everybody, for Purim. It starts at 10 p.m. for Zusha. And, of course, the show, McGill at 8.30, and the show starts at 9 o'clock. Thank you, gentlemen. Simchas Purim to all of you. We'll wrap things up with Zusha right here at JM in the AM. Mm. Good Purim. was my conversation with Zusha, who were uh, visiting our studio in New York City before their big Purim night performance. I thank you for listening to this edition of JM Rewind. Continue to listen to all of our great programming right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.